If you want to start monetizing your podcast, sign up for Podmetrics. Head to podmetrics.co and use the code THECREATORLIFE when you sign up. That's podmetrics.co and use the code THECREATORLIFE. The Creator Life is powered by the company Cebu, a co-working space that fosters creativity and collaboration all while getting things done. Check them out in their Mandawe branch or in one of their partner spaces in Cebu IT Park. You can also take advantage of their other spaces in Japan, Singapore, Bangkok, and Hawaii if you become a member. Get 50% off on a day pass or flexi pass when you book a visit through bit.ly slash tccvisit and use the promo code CREATORLIFE50. That's bit.ly slash tccvisit with the promo code CREATORLIFE5050. For more info, check them out at thecompany.ph or through Facebook and Instagram at the Company Cebu. On with the show! So, first of all, thank you so much for taking the time out of your ever busy schedule as you have told me like before I started recording. <laughs> no, it's fine. I mean, I'm happy to be here and thank you for inviting me here in your podcast. Yeah. So, this is the this is the section of the podcast where we can just talk about chill stuff like how was your did you even take a holiday yesterday because yesterday was a holiday. So, I don't know if you did. The, the answer to that is no. Yeah, of course. No, um, <laughs> because I, I used the time to prepare for season two mm. uh, of my own podcast. So yesterday was my only time that I could work on it. Um, the past, uh, on weekdays, I do my day job and all mm. other stuff that I need to do. But on the weekends, that's where I am able to do the podcast work. So yesterday, it didn't feel like working, but I had to prepare for season two next week. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Yeah, I can relate. Like I also have a day job and that's usually that's that's what's gonna occupy my weekdays. But then I would I would seep in the creative work every night. So I would really take the time because I'm doing two types of creative work, so I can't really not do anything else. Can't really relax in the evening, even though I should. I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, no, no, I can totally relate. So that happens to me also uh, during weeknights. But I have another thing that I do, which is not related to the podcast, which takes up my weeknights. But it's everything's like quite interesting because it keeps me like on my feet. Um, whether it's like my day job, my, my passion projects, or other work that I have to do. But I get what you mean. Like even after your day job, at night, you try to to put in time for other things that you're working on as well. It, I guess it's in the personality as well. Like, personally, I'm very... I, I can't just stop and not do anything. I'm still trying to learn how to relax um, as, you know, just chill. There are days that I am like that, but there are days, like, I just keep thinking what I need to do. So it will be easier just to do it directly. Yeah. You're basically restless if you do nothing. Like... Yeah. You want it's like it's like you can't stop yourself from doing something even though you should be doing absolutely nothing even for just like what an hour at least but no I must be doing something otherwise it feels like I have no mean I ha- my what I'm doing has no meaning or something I don't know it really depends Yeah I mean right now I think we're we're in that generation where side hustles and Hustling in general is very um, common. You see yeah. a lot of people having their day job and also some side projects or passion projects that they do apart from their day job. I think it's a generation thing that everyone's just looking for finding their whys or finding their passion, looking for mm. themselves. So all those things that factor yeah. in why we're all so busy at this point. Yeah. And should... And should your passion be your profession or vice versa or something like that? Because let's face it, there are really people who find their profession their passion. And that's probably very fortunate for them because you won't really have to soul search a lot if you really found it like early on in your life. But, you know, life doesn't work that way sometimes for most people. So, 
Yeah. Agree. I mean, it. you're one of the lucky ones if you already know what you want to do in life or what your passion is. But for most people, they figure out along the way. They do trial and error. They fail on some, some point of their life until they realize what they really want to do. So it's a long process or a longer process for some. But ultimately, mm-hmm. I think the journey to, towards figuring that out is beautiful on its own. And I actually wanted to do one episode on this, just talking about, you know, passion versus profession, because it's something that's close to my heart. Um, There's a lot of um, struggling in my head whether I should pursue uh, what I want as a career, which is my profession as a banker versus, you know, doing all these content creation at the side. Mm. But I think along the way, I've realized that my passion uh, doesn't have to be my profession and I'm fine and I've accepted that. I mean, it's well and good if your passion and your profession is the same. But I think, uh, for me, I do prefer it to be separate. I think yeah. that's the learning that I I realize yeah. along the way. Yeah. But then again, even though there are always cases that when you th- that you think you found your passion, but in the end, it's like, no, it's not it. Like. You think That's you already true. think it's that, but it's actually not. <laughs> That's true. So that's where the trial and error comes in because sometimes is it really, is it just the hype or do you really want to do this? I think there are people would be surprised that there are some passion that they have now, or for some who still doesn't know what their passion is. You really have no idea until you're able to experience it and realize, hey, I love doing this. Mm-hmm. So, for example, the production, the content production side, um, I never realized that I wanted to do this. Mm-hmm. So I was just offered to just help out and do some content production for a media company. And then it was just really on like a, a, a voluntary basis. And then I, re- I realized, why not that? Just do this and see how it goes. And after a while of doing that kind of work, I realized, hey, I really do want doing this. It's interesting and I find so much fulfillment doing this work. So that's where I realized that this is becoming a passion of mine. But if you asked me years before, I wouldn't have realized that this is what I wanted to do. No. It's like your mind was on a different trajectory before and compared to now, so... Really, you really don't know until you've gone through the whole process. I think people tend to be afraid sometimes and it's normal. So they don't want to try new things because they're scared to fail. I mean, I've been guilty of that before. Hmm. But after going through different kinds of things and just trying things out, you'll realize that there's. it's really nice to just go through those things and then you realize, hey, this worked for me, this did not work for me, hey, I've tried this. They have tried that, <clears throat> all these things, right? Um, it's normal to be afraid, but sometimes you just really need to take the leap. Yep. Okay, let's start the episode. In three, two, one, go. Welcome to The Creator Life with Julian CB. That's me. It's a podcast that makes sense of how different people live their lives as creators. Main episodes come out on Fridays and Creative Tidbits episodes pop up on Wednesdays. Follow the podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or whatever you use to listen to podcasts. If you're on Apple Podcasts, leaving a rating and review on this podcast really helps me out. Here's the episode. My guest for this episode is another podcaster that I happen to, you know, uh, there's this thing right now called Clubhouse where I uh, participate in rooms <laughs> and I happen to I happen to enter a room with Alec Cuenca, you know, we know Alec Cuenca and yeah, I found this person and <clears throat> she's also, she's a podcaster behind the misco- Mish, okay, I have to say it correctly. Mish Conceptions Podcast. So I have here Mish Tan. Welcome to the show. 
Hi, thank you, Julian. Thank you for inviting me and having me here in your personal podcast as well. Yeah, and it's it's funny how now most of the guests I'm getting on are most of them are from Clubhouse now. I'm just grabbing. See, who's who's in Clubhouse? Who's a podcaster? Who's there? That's that's a really great way to network with people. Honestly, I've when I started this whole podcasting um, experience, I never realized how welcoming and how nice the podcast community is here in the philippines at the same time with this clubhouse coming in and people are opening their own rooms it's really interesting to to meet and talk to other people live right because podcasting is hard because it's not like youtube or other platforms where people could leave comment could just really you know tell tell you what they liked or what they hate about what you said it's not a live comment commentary right but in clubhouse you can like talk to these people that you've been listening to or in case you haven't listened to them you've met them there and eventually you'll get to talk about common topics that you both are interested in yeah which is awesome it's like i didn't expect this before this year funny enough i just joined this year like i think most of us have joined this year and so exploring the whole clubhouse experience is very amazing i should say like i frequent a room every monday to friday 10 10 p.m yeah, it's like a 10 p.m. thing. So, because the room is managed by people over in the U.S., and then I get to talk to different people from the U.S., from the U.K., sometimes from Russia for some reason. Yeah, so it's really amazing who you Agree. get to talk there. Agree. Yeah. It's really a nice way to network, um, not just here locally, but also globally, as you yeah. pointed out. Anyway, so. That the topic we're we're not talking about Clubhouse here, although I really wanted to bring that up because that's been one of the things I've been busy about now. So this episode's about you. So first up, uh, what was your journey that you took to where you are today? Because we've been talking a bit in the beginning about how your day job, how you're doing your day job, and how you're doing your passion projects and all. So. Tell me, tell us more about that story or that journey you have. That is a very colorful journey, not as colorful as others, I would say. But um, I think as a college student way back, I've always struggled between choosing marketing or finance. Uh, both profession are completely at you know at at it on an each end of the pole so you can't take both honestly full time so i actually interned in a marketing as a marketing intern um before i graduate but i took up a minor in finance so when i was graduating i wasn't sure what to do but long story short i ended up in a corporate investment banking so very math heavy very like analysis heavy and all those things but at the same time, I've always wondered whether I should choose marketing or basically content production because I'm, I'm really interested in, you know, dra- crafting a certain content, crafting branding campaigns, all those things. And it has always been a struggle to, for me. And I guess two, three years after I graduated, I ended up being involved in a Phil Chai Media Company and that's where they offered me to start doing some strategies, um, handling social media, which is obviously 180 degrees from what I do as my day job, right? And I decided to just try it out. I mean, nothing to lose, right? And I've been always been passionate about this whole thing. So that's where I started doing marketing, strategy, and all those content creation at one side while still doing my day job. And after that... Um, Years later, and now in the pandemic, I'm also a very avid listener of podcasts in general because I love to learn. I create, uh, I love consuming content as much as I love creating them. The difference is when I do it for the 
uh, media company. I don't have to show my face. I don't have to promote myself because I'm not one to promote myself, honestly. And it's really a struggle when I wanted to start my own podcast, which came about because a lot of people, especially the ones who are still in college at this point, are saying they need a lot of help in terms of adulting, in terms of you know finding out things after they graduate what what's in it for them after they graduate especially for someone who doesn't have an an older brother or sister like like me it's like you don't have someone to ask apart from your parents or unless you have someone you know at, at the same age right it's different so that's how misconceptions came about like it's really just to share informations of things we hope we knew sooner when we were younger, just to share it to people, to younger generations right now. So those are the different sides of what I do um, at this point. While still, again, maintaining the day job, I love my career. I'm, I still want to be in that role while balancing everything at the side. And I guess that's pretty much like a, uh, not so short, but short, um, it, info about where I am right now. Basically, an abbreviated version of the thing. <laughs> Correct. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I've noticed that while yes, you're doing all the content creation and production things on the side, you still love what you're doing in your day job, which is, I find, uh, amazing because the tendency tendency that that the the thing that could happen whenever you're doing two things that is that you end up you end up wanting to do one thing over another in the long run especially if you really don't know (laughs) you really don't know what you want to do in life so it tends to happen that way so what what helps you keep that balance there because it's even I struggle with it <laughs> uh, myself. So, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it it has been a struggle in the past. Like especially when I started thinking, should I leave my day job and just go with a full time marketing role? Um, that was when I was just a fresh graduate, and I was still wasn't sure. Like, do I just leave this um finance world and go full time marketing? That way, it's closer to the content creation side. But then. I realized that it's not the brand marketing or brand management that I really like. It's more of the strategy, content creation, which is a bit different from that from taking that as a as a full time career. And I realized that what I do as a, a corporate banker is something I also love to do. And of course, that's where the struggle comes in. Like, what which one do you like doing more? Right? Like what you said. What if I like doing content creation more than the other? I think that's where the you draw the line between a passion and a profession. I'm not saying that you don't earn from your passion or you cannot earn from your passion or the only way you can call it a passion is if you don't earn from it. But oftentimes, people don't really earn from their passion projects. It's really there just to help us find what we love doing, but we acknowledge that it may not earn us money. So long, it was a long, you know, debate in my head until I finally accepted that what, uh, my, my career or my profession is the one that's going to, you know, help me pay my bills, um, have the lifestyle that I want, earn money, save money. And my passion is just really there to just fill whatever gap I feel like it's missing, right? The reason why I love my day job is because I still find the purpose behind it. I think finding the purpose behind each thing that you do is important so that you know, and especially in the times that you're tired and you don't know um, or you don't want to do this anymore, you're reminded of why you started it or why you're doing it. Yeah. But then like, I don't know, you know, when you sometimes when you get your first job or like your second job, I guess, uh, you still don't really know where you're going in your career because like, you just graduated. Although you may have some idea from your peers or from your mentors or from teachers, although to be fair, the academe. Sometimes there are industries where the academe and the industry are so far. And I mean the IT industry. They're so far. They, 
it's not as defined there so even if you jump into the industry you you have no idea i hope it improved by by now but during my time when i graduated uh didn't really have much idea when i graduated so i just knew that i wanted to be a software engineer so that's my that's my day job as a software engineer so i didn't really have a lot of uh foresight or an idea of what to expect so that's why i had to ask the question no i agree i think it it's normal because typically your professors are well, it's not all the time that your professor came from the actual um, industry that you plan to go to, right? It's not the same as taking law, for example, where your professors are lawyers, so they know what you need to expect. There are some, like what you, you said, like software engineers. Um, I don't think your prof um, in college, for example, are software engineers themselves. Sometimes they're just really, um, you know, more on the, the ac- academical side of it, diba. Right? So sometimes you're lucky to have those kinds of prof. But even then, of having those those professors who went through the same thing, unless you really talk to them and you really ask questions, it's hard to fee- get all those um information that you need. Not to mention, a lot of the times, that's where curiosity comes in. If you're not curious, you're not going to get all the information that you want to know, right? Because for me, I being the panganenga, there's a lot of things that I do not um, know as I enter those new projects, new phases in my life, and I just figure it out along the way. And that's really how life is, right? And also, when you try to like uh, go through that, those things, you really won't know unless you're on the job. Yeah. <laughs> Ganun talaga eh. that's, mm-hmm. that's really how it is. It's, you learn on the job. So... Yung, sometimes nga, they, they tell you just forget everything you've learned in college and once you enter the jobs back to basics ka, because not everything's applicable diba? I think what they're they're always saying or especially on some some companies they just tell you the college is there just to give you the basic information that you need to know right it gives you a, parang, a, a stepping stone but it really doesn't give you the whole manual on how to do well on your job or how to do this and that when you enter a certain company. It's really on the job that you learn and that's where your boss, your colleagues comes in. Mm, I agree. Like, no matter, actually, that's why I don't think like when you enter your first, enter your job, like everything that you've accomplished so far sometimes goes off the table and you really have to start from scratch because if you let your past accomplishments uh be your guide towards what you are doing although yeah it's it's there you have accomplished it but moving forward so what are you gonna do so yeah it's nice to have a fresh start start from scratch everything anyway anyway wait boss are you still there i'm just yeah, i'm just I'm nervous here, what the heck? I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. I, I have. I'm. I'm so paranoid with internet connection these days because sometimes it just goes away, and I don't know why. <laughs> Agree. It happens to me too. Yeah. So. Yeah, you already mentioned about being the panganay, and I can relate because I am also one. <laughs> so, what are the things that, as an eldest child that? Uh, you experience that like you know sometimes when we're elder we're the eldest like when we look at our siblings it's like you get to be you, you feel jealous sometimes about some of the things they get compared to you but then sometimes you don't hear their side in a way so for them there's actually also pressure at their side so can you talk about your uh, feelings or experiences about being the eldest in the family yeah, yeah sure I mean I think being the eldest is a double edged sword hmm. honestly it's a double edged sword at this point because um, yes I acknowledge that we always go in blind because we don't know what's gonna happen we, we're the trial and error some people call us the experiment kid because it's also the first time for our parents to experience having yeah. a child, right? And then it's the first time for them. Anything that's first time for us is also first time for them. Yep. So there are things that we're not allowed to do because they're not so familiar. There are things that 
um, at the same time, we were allowed to do because they were not familiar until something happens. And then now our brother or sister, our younger brother and sister are not allowed to do those things as well. So it, it, it comes in both ways, right? So there are things that you're allowed to do and not allowed to do, which realizations from your parents and then they just adapt it to your younger siblings. And I think the really main uh, thing that's hard for us is going in blind. That's really it that's hard because everything else, I think you get the first dibs. So the pressure on doing some things may or may not be there because you can look at it differently, right? You, the, the pressure can be there because you need to set an example for your younger siblings. At the same time, the pressure is not there because you're the first one to do it. So you'll set the bar. For the younger siblings, like what you said, they have their own um, sentiments as well. Because for some, they're going to say, okay, they've set the bar high. So how do we keep up with that? Are, are we expected to do the same thing? But on the other side, they also at least get tips, right? So, okay, don't do this, do that. How, when I When it was my time, this is what I did. So it has its pros and cons. Like I it's hard, it's tough to be the eldest, but if you were to ask me, I wouldn't want to change it otherwise. Yeah. I mean me, I'm fine being the eldest. Me me too, <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> but then uh it speaks to even it, it's so weird, even though you know, even though you're the eldest, it also it's also weird that it also differs with the gender of the first child in a way. I don't know if that really matters. I hope it doesn't because it shouldn't be. But Why? What, what, what do you mean by it mattering? Uh, in a way, like, I don't know. I, I honestly, it only came up because sometimes, you know, when... Because there was one time, it's already a personal story of mine, one time, like I think, my parents were being, I know, overprotective of my uh, younger sister. Although to be fair, she's younger, so uh, the the experiences are different. Like my sister would always say, like she would be earlier days, she would be kind of jealous of me, like constantly going out. Ah, uh, yeah, yes. like things like that. Although- Although I don't think that comes with the order where you're mm. like whether you're the eldest or the youngest, I think that's on the gender side, nga. Yeah. Like I think it's generally safer, kasi for guys to just go out yeah. and for parents you're more lax. So I think regardless where you're older or younger, as long as you're a girl, must strict talaga parents mo sayo because yeah. they're afraid, de ba? Yeah, I I also get their their feelings as to why because. You know, sometimes also as an elder sibling and then, you know, you tend to feel what your parents feel at times when your Correct. younger siblings are messing around sometimes. So, you know. <laughs> Mas nag-aalala ka for them. Yeah. Parang it's different when it's you, but when it's your younger sibling, parang wait lang. Yeah. How are you? I'm worried for you. Diba yung mga ganun? Yeah, agree. Yep. Anyway, let's let's go away from that before we <laughs> before we get a lot of more uh, emotional talk there. So <laughs> Yeah, so you've been talking about your profession and your passion. So let's talk about your podcast. So what were the learnings that you got from doing the podcast? Cuz as you mentioned, you're preparing for season 2 and congrats for Thank you. getting in getting in a season. Although it's so weird that we we mention seasons but it varies between the podcaster as to how long a season should be. So it's Yeah, I think some some don't even have seasons to begin with. Mm. The purpose of the season for some is really just to dissect the topics or the theme for a particular mm. season. So it doesn't there's no specific set of episode. Some just really some do put a specific set of episodes. For example, 10, 15 per season. It's really up to them. Kanya kanya talaga eh. mm-hmm. And I think it's just really up to the podcasters on how they want to dissect their season. Some just want their break. So parang at least yeah. your your listeners know that you're on season break. That's why you're not producing episodes rather than, oh, uh-huh. nasa na si, si Julian. Why, <laughs> why are they not producing content? Yeah. Parang ganun. Yeah. Yeah. Although in my case, I just treat it like every year is a season. Although 
Yeah. Yeah, I think that's right. <laughs> Every year is a season. <laughs> because well, I'm I'm basically talking to different kinds of people of what they do. I don't really yeah. I don't really have a set theme for a season. I would have themes within the season. Like last year when we had a whole pandemic was still new and we were making random things like Dalgona correct. coffee and all. So I had a month that was basically just us talking about the pande- the our quarantine experiences, if we're comfy with it, if we're uh, not really happy with it, because I was I was before the pandemic that certain person was really going out a lot, so being stuck in one place was not really a, a nice experience initially for them. So things like that. Yeah, I agree. Well, to be honest, and just to put it out there, the reason why I have a season two is because I actually did not even expect I'll reach season two. So when I was planning the podcast, I was really planning to have just one season and see how it goes. But I mean, after going through it, and I realized na sayang and and then I actually enjoy doing this, pala. So that's where season two comes in, at least for me, because it's different. Eh? I I'm sure pod casters have their own like way of doing things. Ako kasi I tend to plan ahead talaga. So before I actually started a podcast, I already know what the topics for each episode that I want to discuss. So, nauna yung topics bago yung podcast. <laughs> because it's really coming from the from parang the advocacy of trying to share all these information to Gen Zs or younger millennials, diba? So, yeah, that's what happened. And now, same thing. Like, I already have, like, plans I want or the topics that I want for the rest of the season. So, na parati yung plan. Kaya, at least, nagagawa ko siya per season at this point. Yeah. I think it, I think based on what you said, it makes sense that your seasons are, like, 10 or 15 episodes because that's probably more manageable to plan out everything. As Correct. opposed to like a longer one, but then like how are you gonna plan all of that? So it makes sense. Yeah, agree. It's really hard to plan. I think I think one thing I realized, you were asking about learnings and doing this podcast. Ang hirap siyang gawin if you're the one doing it from end to end. Right? Because I also manage a, se- a separate podcast. Um I haven't shared this. Um this is one of the things I also do. Um I manage a separate podcast, but what I do there is really more on producing the content, so planning what content that we do, and also just pass on the editing to outsource the editing, basically, and have someone do the the pubs. So yun, at least hindi pa end-to-end. But this one, for my own podcast, I really need to do like end-to-end, diba? From planning, from draft, from recording, from editing the actual episode, to promoting the podcast. Ang dami. But it, it, it has its own learnings then, which is really interesting. Like, you get to learn the whole process. Like, when you're in the production side, sometimes uh, there may be aspects that you can't really have it all because you have a different, you have a host and the host has probably some say in what the podcast is so doing it all yourself actually opens your mind to the whole thing the whole banana as i would like to call it <laughs> correct yeah yeah it's it's really it's really amazing that there are actually people who do podcasts just by themselves like from from conception to putting it out there it's just one person which is correct nuts. because not everyone can go through like a network, right? So it also comes with it with its own ad- advantages and disadvantages when you join a network. So I mean, at at one point, that's where the passion and the love for what you're doing comes in. How much do you like or love what you're doing enough for you to go through all the stress and all the the things that you, all the to do list that you need to do, right? For yeah. from having inviting guests to editing your episode to coming up with all the pubs to promoting it and to resharing it and all those things mm-hmm. is going through all the effort worth it for you if yes then you're going through the right track if not then you tried and it's really not for you so move on to the next thing 
Yes, correct. That's really what you need to decide. I think, and I will discuss this in my first episode for season two, is about choices. You you need to check the reason why you don't want to stop something. Is it because of your sunk cost? Are you thinking na, ang dami ko na kasing pinasok na effort. I've put in so much money. I've put in so much effort. I've put in so much time. Why am I gonna stop now? Um, sayang eh. But when you think about it, sayang ba talaga? Nahihinayang ka lang bang tumigil dahil ang dami mo nang nilagay na effort pero alam mo walang patutunguhan? Or ba, mas baka, baka naman mas sayang na hindi mo tinitigil yan na yun and use your time, effort, and money elsewhere to something you might actually love doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. So, yeah, there will always come the time where you really have to reflect and say, is this really worth doing? Knowing every factor that you considered before making that decision. I can't believe we're doing a mini episode of your podcast already. Oh, my! <laughs> it's funny, but I I hope to time this when when that comes out. <laughs> we'll see. We'll yeah. see where it, we'll see where it goes because even I myself cannot predict when. Uh, when you know if it will align or not although I have some idea I don't get me wrong like even if I spend a year as a season I also plan within the months so like uh, for me I do bulk recording so one yeah. that helps me make sure that I want the content to be evergreen somewhat so that when I put it out Correct. it's not like Oh, it's not on time or something. Although to be fair, when I first started, it was like, oh, that's harder than I thought it would be. <laughs> yeah, it is. No, because podcasting is a habit, eh, right? Mm. No habit for you and habit for the listeners. Yep. If you're not consistent, then you won't be part of your listeners' habit. So that's a challenge for you as a podcaster. Mm-hmm. You want to be consistent. You you need to be able to produce on when you told them you're going to produce the episode. So it's important to plan ahead. If if it works for you to like not plan ahead then it's all well and good. But for me, parang ako, I will just think about it over and over. Mm-hmm. So it's easier for me to just prepare ahead and mm-hmm. just prepare the episode and record in advance. Yeah. Same here. Although yeah, not like the full season. Like I would plan month to month. Then, like, I think one of the the things I realized when I first started is, like, yeah, I could I could do this in batches so that I won't have to expend all of my energy on, like, doing them one at a time. Because it's yeah. a pain. It's a pain to do recording, then after that, edit, and then, like, do the posting. It's best if you can, like, uh, aggregate many of them at once so that you can just do the bulk after. Correct. Very Correct. efficient. I agree. <laughs> yeah. So, I think that's it for me asking you questions because the next part of this podcast, actually the last part of this podcast, is flipping the tables. You get to ask me questions. I don't know if you prepared any. I am not sure. Usually, I springing this on to the guests sometimes. <laughs> sometimes, I let them know way ahead so they know what to expect and sometimes it would be like a returning sometimes when I do this to a returning guest sometimes you just ask me random things at that point <laughs> so if you have any go for it yes I think what me, what I find interesting is you mentioned your work as a software engineer hmm. why podcasting why did you start po- podcasting and you said you do it you've been doing this for years so wow congratulations how <laughs> How different is year three from year one and two? Okay, so fun story. I think I that's because I didn't fill in what was in between the start of my day job and the start of my podcasting. So before I even thought of doing a podcast, I'm actually doing a tech blog. So you can see the connection now. So from software engineer who is really passionate about tech. So I write about tech. So I have a tech blog. And then... Because of it being a form of content creation. So from there, I thought of, hey, I'm doing a blog about tech. And then sometimes I would, 
not really sometimes I would usually listen to tech podcasts so why not try a podcast but I didn't want it at first to be about tech because there's a whole lot of tech podcasts out there then I wouldn't I wouldn't uh, I wouldn't figure out right away and it might be a hindrance for me to just go with a tech podcast right away so there I decided to do the creator life so I had friends around that I can talk to to start a podcast and so here here we are with this podcast and as for the difference between year one and year three uh year one was like very rough (laughs) it was rough around the edges because what is what is proper podcast equipment (laughs) i literally just used a laptop i just used the laptop i don't even have i didn't even have a dedicated mic for doing the podcast so you can imagine all the background noise including the rain (laughs) and everything so it was like huh I can't believe I did the first few episodes with just a laptop mic and sometimes I would be in these weird locations like a coffee shop in the morning where there's still background noise so I would record in this really probably not ideal places (laughs) and I didn't have a mic so the background noise would just come in so it's (laughs) nuts like what go yeah but it's a learning experience right i mean yeah it's really interesting when you now look back to how you were when you started it amazes you and how much you've grown i bet like yeah. just looking back it's like what i did this and then it was like mm, when i really started i really wanted to do face-to-face i was really hesitant to do online episodes like this even though now it sounds like I've been doing this for a while. <laughs> but yeah, at start, I didn't want to do online. It's just because I really wanted to talk to the person as if I'm really, I'm just there. It just put a mic there. That's the only difference. I just wanted to talk to people in person. But there's just a mic there. So now, now that we've had a year of the pandemic, <laughs> so like, yeah. It's it's a big difference that I'm doing the these episodes online, but I'm enjoying the process nonetheless because uh, everyone everyone behind the voice and the person online is a, a real person, and I believe that, and I really love listening to people's stories even though sometimes it could be mundane because even i can share mundane stories but that's the fun part it's like listening to them talk about what they do what inspires them what they hate with a passion sometimes so yeah agree i think you were saying about like mundane stories i think we need to stop glorifying stories that are super extraordinary i think we should love the ordinary especially now as a pandemic diba? we're just stuck at home it's really almost nothing to do apart from what we need to do and that's how simple life is and we're now back to basics of what what do we really need what do we really need to do and all those things so ayun, i think that's really this whole thing is a good learning experience that's why i appreciate like podcasts like wake up with jim and sab where the topics are like basically life stories they don't have to be very serious they don't have to be uh very informative at times although to be fair in a podcast you must have some learnings that you want to share but sometimes it could be mundane sometimes it could be just something you've seen this morning or yesterday or whatever that's the beauty of podcasts. But of course, it really depends on how you frame it and everything. I agree. Yeah, I guess it depends on your listener and what you want to target. Because mm. um, some podcasts are really just about personal stories. Maybe there are some listeners who just want to feel like, you know, you're talking to someone um, 
someone else in this pandemic and just listen to their stories, diba? Kasi it's so hard to talk to people right now, especially in, in this pandemic and lockdown. Yeah. Zoom's a pain too. Like, you don't want to keep talking to people online, especially with like Zoom because sometimes the internet connection doesn't really help at all. I can't Correct. believe we're I can't believe we're sprinkling rants of the internet connection throughout the episode <laughs> without even uh making it a big deal, but it's basically part of our lives already. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. So, there. <laughs> I've said this is probably the most concise and the most uh how do I say this? The most concise and the most detailed I got into when it comes to my Pre- podcasting story. Because <laughs> sometimes it would be like just sections of it. But now it's like condensed into one single part. Then at least now I know where to go if I want to like clip it on social media or something. <laughs> so thank you yeah. for the question. No, no. I mean, I've always been interested to listen to what other podcasters have gone through and what challenges they've experienced and why they start podcasting because we all have our own uh, mm-hmm. reasons on why we start. And like what I said, it's really important to know why we're doing a lot of things. But I know people can say, Wala, gusto ko lang. Gusto ko lang siyang gawin. And that alone is already a reason why you're doing mm-hmm. it. You just really want to do it, right? Yep. But if you really don't know why you're doing it and then you get tired, you get so so stressed, you get so overwhelmed, then that's where the gap lies. So mm. you really need to know why you're doing things, what keeps you up, diba? Mm-hmm. Ano ba yung mga ibang nabibinig natin? Para saan ka bumabangon? Yung mga yeah. ganong klaseng campaign, diba? Because Para... it really challenges you to think. Yeah. Like, I think we need a lot more thinking these days because sometimes we see stuff on the internet and what we see in the news and sometimes it's just a case of what were they thinking <laughs> I'm not that's I'm not true. Yeah, I'm not I'm not really pinpointing one specific event but that's basically a general uh, f- yeah, uh experience that I'm having you. with news lately I get so it's like you. what 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 were they thinking so fun fact about podcasts like I've read something on the internet i forgot the reference i'll probably put it in the show notes so i've read that although there are two million podcasts on apple podcasts i think uh only less than half of that has more than seven episodes if i'm not mistaken yeah, i think i saw that yeah, yeah. so it's because like that's... it's like so baffling in a way because I think that like what we've mentioned earlier, right? Sometimes you just really try it out to see if it's really working for you or if it's a passion that you want to do. And then eventually you realize it's not something you want to do. So maybe yeah. And it's not really what it seems. Like when you start doing podcasting, parang ambilis lang, you record and it's done. But honestly, there are a lot of things that comes behind the scene that people don't see or don't mm. hear about. And it really gets tiring. So, yun, diba? I mean, life happens for most yeah. people. And I really think that those are one of the reasons why that stats uh, are available online and why they've sharing that a lot of people are not going past the seven episodes. So, at least, congrats to you. And I'm also happy that I've moved past the seventh episode yeah. as well. Yep. So happy. It's like, it's a nice thing to see when... At least you finished uh, what you initially set out to do. Like, even though eventually you might stop, Siguro, I don't know, it depends on you, but at least you finished something. That's that's really important. Because, like, sometimes you would, like, stop in the middle of what we're doing because of instances or, like, something happened in life. But, you know, there, yeah, like, just yeah. finishing it is an accomplishment in itself. Or just by starting, and that's already a huge step because mm. most of the time, fifty percent or of the challenge is really starting. Once you start it, parang that's where you get the groove of it, Nadin. Yeah, I love I love how I'm talking to podcasters, and then in the end, we're just gonna talk about podcasting itself, <laughs> which is which is well, nice. Well, it's a common ground. Yeah, yeah, it's a common ground. 
Mm-mm. At least like our backgrounds are so different. Like I read, okay, we couldn't be any more different. But in the end, we're both part. Po- we're both podcasting, which is amazing. Just what I love I about this community. <laughs> agree, agree. Yeah. So it's been fun. It's been wonderful. And if you don't have any more questions, I think we can end this. Yeah, I mean, I'm so happy that you've invited me here today, and I'm happy to share, you know, all the the hookups yeah. of being the eldest and the yeah. passion versus profession. There are a lot of things that people could basically know more about in your podcast and also in other podcasts out there yeah so yeah yeah so thank you so much mish for being in this episode of the creator life and is there anything you'd like to plug yes um for all the listeners if you're interested in listening to any about uh, any misconceptions or maling akala that we've experienced throughout our adulting life in career or basically just going through life in general just please visit misconceptions so i talk about misconceptions on career on relationships and all those things in season one but for season two i'm gonna discuss decision making different decisions that Mm. we need to make throughout our life because that's one point that's very important as we age making the hard decisions Mm -hmm. so yeah you can find me at the misconceptions on instagram and also on facebook yeah yeah, so, okay, I guess it's my turn to do all the plugging. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Podcast updates and behind the scenes are on social media. That's Creator Life Pod, Creator Life POD on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. You can also follow me personally on social media and see me, I don't know, post about cookies and cream, ice cream, because that's what I did yesterday. Say, what is this picture? Then some people would say it's moldy bread for some reason. I don't know why. But yeah, those those ice cream lovers know what's up. So it's at Julian C B. That's J U double L I A N S I B I on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Rate and review on Apple Podcasts if you feel like doing it. And that's it for this episode. I hope you enjoyed listening to our conversation and until the next one enjoy your tech enjoy your coffee enjoy life and stay safe everyone there's still a pandemic out there bye